This episode of Toes on the Line is brought to you by Thorn. Thorn has the most extensive line of NSF certified for sport products. To receive 20% off any Thorn product, simply go to my website, coachgeograssi.com, and become a subscriber. And before starting any new dietary regimen, which includes supplements and vitamins, you should always speak with a healthcare provider. Back to the Toes on the Line podcast. I'm your host, Gio Grassi, and I'm bringing Brian Johnson, head straight the conditioning coach of Cal University, back on. And Brian and I share a lot of ideas together, whether it be about force plates, whether it be about GPS tracking guys in practice, in games, in training. I mean, we kind of took a deep dive in on the uh, GPS stuff today, and I really appreciate Brian coming on. I mean, I love picking his brain on this stuff because, to be honest, this is something that I very much enjoy doing uh, for work. Whether it's you know assessing guys in you know a training session, whether it be speed or conditioning, uh, spring practice session, an in-season practice session, a camp practice session, looking at their game data and comparing all that stuff, and at the end of the season, at the end of spring ball, I'm looking at everything as a bunch, man. And I'd say one of the biggest things I've been doing thus far is um, collecting all this data, and you know, especially with our skill guys, right, and starting to differentiate things like you know positions within a position. If you know what I'm saying. So people always talk about the skilled position, you know, and I took a deeper dive into that, you know, with these past couple of months with the skilled guys we have at Monmouth. And I said to myself, you know what? And this conversation I had with my boy Rodney Hill, too, is conversations that's like, you know, what if we look a little bit deeper? Because the skill position is one thing, but the position within the skill position is another thing. So what I mean by that is your slot wide receiver is going to do something completely different than a receiver who lines up on the outside, who never lines up in the slot. You know, same thing for your DBs, your free safeties are going to do something completely different than your strong safeties. Ground coverage wise, speed wise, your nickel corners are going to do something completely different than your boundary corners, completely different than your field corners. If that's how they play, you know? So if you have a guy that's always playing the field, he might cover a little more ground, or a, I don't want to say a little, a lot more ground than the corner who's only playing the boundary side, than the corner who's playing in a nickel who might cover the most ground. You know what I'm saying? So it's one of those things that you have to analyze the way your teams play the sport, right? Because we can all agree, not every offense is the same. Not every defense is the same. Not every defense is going to face the same offense every weekend. So that makes the adjustment every other week in practice. And you start to see differences in games. And you say to yourself, okay, how can we prepare these guys for the demands of what's going to lie ahead? Right? So that's where I'm at in my career at this point when I'm assessing guys on the GPS stuff. So I love it, you know, because I'm always asking myself questions. I answer them and then I ask myself more questions. And then I get those answers nullified by another question that I just happen to ask myself and that you know Brian and I ask each other you know and Rodney Hill texts me stuff like that and other people text me but you know I named those two guys because you know we, we've been cooking it up for a while now um and I appreciate Rod for putting me on with with Brian because he's a smart man and he, and he does a lot of work um where he's at and he really studies his guys and studies his players so um enough of me you know um i don't need to reintroduce brian because we kind of got right into the conversation when i started the zoom so if you know how i do these podcasts you know i freestyle these things and you know we we had it and we and we started rolling so you know without further ado man let, let's get this thing rolling but yeah now you know i wanted to get you back on man because big rod told me you, you're the man to talk to when it comes to the gps and uh 
you know, player monitoring stuff like that. So I definitely want to, you know, open that conversation up and just hear what you got to say. Cause that's something that I do over here at Monmouth, you know, I just want to, you know, I'm, I'm looking to expand, you know, my knowledge base a little bit more with that stuff as well. You know, I'm trying to be ex- as exceptional as possible. No doubt. Well, you know, Ron is my homeboy, so he'll probably talk me up. He talk everybody up. I get him off his podcast. He's over here trying to fucking, you know, get, get me hired at the, at the end of the episodes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's just a good dude like that, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for real. But he does. Um, yeah, you know, with the tracking, man, uh, it's I guess it's one of those things that I kind of fell in love with <clears throat> just because it's, it's just ever evolving like that. You know, you, you, you get these questions and then you spend all this time looking and digging to find answers and, you know, you, you'll find some answers, but it, you nine times out of 10, you kind of find yourself asking more questions. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's why I've uh, grown. That's just part of this, this, this profession, you know, everybody kind of, they, they call it their niche or, whatever they 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 like most about it. and I think I've you know, with GPS tracking and the sports science and tying all these things together has kind of become uh something I've just I just have a huge interest in that challenges me and I think that's why I've grown so much in uh in it because I just spend so so much time in it now for I'm, I'm the same way that's something that you know once I left Ford when I got the mom it's like we had they had the stuff here so I was like okay this is something I always wanted to do you know dabbled with it a little bit you know when I was a GA when I was with the Giants you know never, never really got to oversee it but now that I'm doing it you know like you said you ask yourself a question you find an answer but it's like you know then the answer changes over time it's like shit I mean that I, I didn't get it right the first time you know let me try to get it right the second time then the second time hits and then boom now you gotta get it a third time and it's like shit no man, doubt. you know so what um what, what do you guys use to track over there we're over here with polar Okay, so we have we got catapult out here. Okay. Yeah. So we got catapult. Um, and I'm using like vault force decks, uh, the vault nor board. Um, so that's that's just what we that's what we have. That's what we're using right now. And I've I've had catapult, uh, I wanna say everywhere I've been except when I was with the 49ers, uh, you know, NFL uses zebra, and then we had stat sports there. Okay. Yeah. So I, I- I mean, I, I've, I've tampered with Catapult a little bit. I know we had it when I was with the Giants. Joe Daniels was overseeing that stuff, and he just locked himself in the office and, like, trying to ask him a question. Like, you, you better off getting your prayers answered on, on a bad day. No doubt. You know? But um, then we had it at Fordham for a little bit, and we got rid of it, got Jim Warriors instead. So I never really got to, you know, dig into that, man. So what, what's, like, what's, like, your king, like, KPIs that you look for with that stuff? <laughs> man. Uh... <laughs> they give, you, they give it... you a ton of metrics. They do, and then honestly, it's changed over time. Right now, um, the acceleration bands, deceleration bands are are huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, just over time, you know, you you get guys with soft tissue, or you just get guys really tired. They haven't hit velocities. You try, you're looking at total distance. You know, uh, they don't have a ton of total distance. Uh, so, you know, I just I look at some of, trying to find some of the bigger stressors. So just looking at some of the intensity metrics, you know, acceleration, deceleration, uh, obviously max velocity, percentage of max velocity. Uh, what else are we looking at? Looking at our density metrics. So player load per minute, uh, high speed running per minute, uh, sprint volume, uh, the distances at the sprint volume, and then what we call high speed yardage, uh, looking at those distances. Um, 
and then, you know, looking at kind of like what we call high intensity yard is the ratio of high intensity yards. So um, we, man, there are times where we'll have like three or four different uh, reports that we're looking at all just depends on kind of what our big picture report is. And then we see something and then we want to dig into it. And then it also just depends on what type, what time of year uh, we're in where we, you know, we'll have different reports based off of that time of year. Okay. What's so I'm, I'm curious now you said ratio of high intensity yards. What's that? Is that just like you take your high, your, your high speed stuff at over a certain miles? Yeah, per your hour? high speed yard over. Yeah. With your total distance. Okay. Yeah. What do you, do you have? You, do you have like a certain like number you look for, like within that ratio, like, Hey, if we're, if we're not exceeding X amount, you know, we won't see X. Um, you know, you start to see soft tissue somewhere. You don't get any of that stuff or is it just like day by day? Uh, it's day by day. And then, you know, like with, with everything, you know, we're progressing, we're making sure it's just progressive overload. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a lot of times we do a comparisons. We have like a variance report where um, if it's like a max V day, we're looking at the, the yardage or ratios, uh, you know, compared to our, our past our last three max V days or every max V day um, looking at, uh, what percentage increase we're getting every week, making sure when we want to undulate that we're doing that. And then that just goes into our live report. We set certain thresholds based off what type of yardage uh, they're accumulating. So it, it kind of, uh, it becomes individualized for, for each athlete because everybody's not accumulating the same yardage. Everybody, it's hard to apply the same, a, a one, uh, a metric and say, everybody in this position group has to get this. You know, you have your, your yeah, low yeah. guys, you know, you'll have your outliers, so kind of you get that variance report, you allow variance to happen uh, because it, it also gives you a picture of who your high guys are going to be once practice starts mm. and then who your lower guys are. And then you just you get to monitor some of those 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 spikes. And then, um, you know, from there, kind of decide how you how you plan on intervening uh, when you see those 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 big spikes. OK. You 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 get have these conversations with coaches as well. You know, do you guys um like when you have the conversations with coaches, do you like alter like you know certain guys' reps? Like say like, hey, you know, uh, Brian Johnson. I mean, he's accumulating you know X amount of high you know speed yardage yesterday. You know, he's he's here. You know, we kind of want to tone him down a little bit tomorrow. Is that is that conversations you have or not really? Yeah, it's it's definitely a conversation we'll have depending on what type of spikes we'll see. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, the, the last thing that uh we want to do is uh, tell a coach, oh, hey, this guy can't practice today. Yeah, Which, yeah. I mean, you could also be getting them closer to injury for that, too, going to, you know, the, the, to zero. Yeah. Um, and there will be cases where you probably will have to, but I don't know if a spike will do that. It might be more so like readiness or give me a sign of that. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, when you see those, those very large spikes, that is a conversation of, okay, well, today, what is important? What do we want that player to get? Um and then we've even gotten locked locked in on how uh, we even tag practice and, and what we're doing and looking at practices so we can pinpoint, okay, here, here are the spikes. This is where he got the spike. Um, and then so we can make suggestions on what part of practice we, we want to go every other rep instead of getting eight reps, getting two to six reps, whatever, how we want to okay. alter what that guy's doing. So he's still going through practice. We just aren't. Um, you know, taking them through a normal day. Gotcha. Okay. He's, he's like taking like reps off and like indie periods and stuff like that, getting back in there in the team period. 
Yeah, yeah. The, Something like that. Okay. That, that stuff. Okay, okay, okay. See that that stuff. I'm I'm still trying to learn with. And like you said, I don't want to tamper with a coach's practice. I mean, I've had conversations that you know, coach would be pissed off with some of the stuff I say. But it's like, man, look, this guy's got tendonitis, and I think it's best we you know keep him out one day. You know. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's good to have a have a have a plan. Yeah. You know, a lot of the times, uh, you you could tell coach, hey, this guy needs this, needs this, needs that, and coaches don't. They don't operate in that. They need to know well, how many reps, what periods. Um, okay. You know, so that's why, like, in practice when, you know, we at first I start out with we're just tagging, you know, period. This is one period, one period, two, so then you can reference the face of the practice script. Yeah. When you're trying to find out what's going on in practice. Um, but still, you know, when, they're, when you're an individual, everybody's doing something different. Yeah. And then, so what we do is, is, we have like an intern, a sports science intern, somebody sitting there and they're tagging what the receivers are doing at every, whatever they're doing is getting tagged, whatever each position group is getting tagged. So if I have a player, like they have a big spike or even, you know, a, a something, a soft tissue injury happens or we got a player that is fatigued or whatever, the a million things that can happen in a practice that'll kind of cause your, your brow to raise when you're looking at a report. We can also go and dig and then just pull up that individual's entire day and wherever this time stamp for wherever they are. OK, well, this is where he got all his accelerations. This is the period where he got up to 98, 99 percent of his max V. OK. Um, and then so we can just break down the entire day and find out exactly where that player is getting a lot uh, of those main stressors to try to control that area. Um, so we we're getting them through an entire practice. Okay, uh, real quick. You, so you have interns that like tag that stuff for you, right? So I, yeah. I try to, I try to do that on my own, but then I, I I get lost in conversation with people. Like, so what what are they? So are they tagging like what they're doing? Like the route? Like, say, let's talk receiver real quick. So like, if, if receivers yeah, yeah. running, they're running like a go route. He's gonna tag go route. No, nah, they're just they're just tagging that part. So if that go route is in pat and go. Okay, he's gonna type it's, in pat it's, and go. It's so you know. there as pat and go. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, so you know what, what phase of the practice they're in. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, we okay. know what part of practice. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. All right. It's similar stuff to what I do. I mean, Polar doesn't give me all those metrics. It gives us, you know, like uh top speed, like it gives us distance, and then I gotta go into the raw data and break the distance down. Right. Um, accelerations, decelerations. Um, what else I'm looking at? I mean, we got we got heart rate, so I'm just looking at you know, max heart rate, you know, zone five data to see, see how high some of the guys are. Um, yeah, does Polar break down their, uh, do they have bands of, you know, is it just one acceleration metric? Do they have? No, they, know, they, yeah, no, they, they, they got bands. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like what they got one, two, three, four, five, six. It's like eight zones. You got like your walking okay, zone, your yeah, standing yeah, zone, yeah. your high speeds. I, I just eliminate the walking and the standing zones. I just go with no the doubt. You just go to those high sides. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just, just track those over time. And I just consider, you know, a high and a very high. I just consider them both the same thing anyway, because it's both going to cause high stress. Yeah. Um. Th- does uh. So catapult, it gives you like like change of direction metrics, too, right? Yeah, you get you get an IMA, you get so, IMA metrics. Um, so that's that's one thing I never had with polar. So what is how do you how do you track that over time? Or, or just like, how, how, do you, how do you just look at it? Yeah. How do you read it? For us, we're just looking at kind of account we get a count of them change you know imas explosive i call them explosive efforts okay yeah so we can also get a kind of a ratio of explosive efforts 
um, to player load, if you want to look at it that way um, as well. Um, I think the count just – I've just looked at count for change of direction. It's more of those high band that registering kind of those higher bands mm-hmm. um, when it comes to change of direction, the IMA, I guess. Okay. Is, is that something that like – is that like a king metrics that, that you look over time or not really? At one point, at one point it was. I mean, yeah, it it is. I mean, it's all like you said. It's just all stress. We're just, you know, shoot, man. You sit there and look at that reporting, and you just get a ton of metrics because mm-hmm. you're trying to you're trying to class. You're 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 breaking it down as what are the the biggest stressors, right? Like, yeah. Um, you know, total. You know, there used to be total duration on the court, the the report, and then total duration lead just because you get all these reports. You're looking at accelerations in band two and band three. You're looking at decelerations in band two and three. You're looking at sprint yardage. You're looking at high speed yardage. Mm-hmm. We're looking at explosive efforts. Um, and that's we just breaking down in all explosive efforts. I'm not looking at how many they're doing left or how many they're doing right. Okay. But if I'm working with, with a return to play athlete, then maybe you do want to look at how many uh, they're registering each in each direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially if you're looking at the day and you know what you program, you're trying to see, can that player express going both ways and pushing off both legs, uh, especially if there's a lower extremity injury that you're trying to get them to come back from, um, you know, breaking it down from, from left to right could be very important. It's, it's really just all about kind of what your situation is, who you're looking at, what you're looking at in mm-hmm. training. Is it a change of direction day? You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, yeah. how you build your report out, uh, you know, for me, it's not we're just not looking at one type of report for everything. It's, it's what's the emphasis of the day in training uh, and pra- what, what kind of practice are we looking at? Uh, and obviously in practice, you are kind of looking at the same report because you, you want to see it all. And we don't have control and they're going to be hitting every, some, a little bit of something yeah. uh, in every yeah. practice. Uh, but when it comes to training, uh, you, you can kind of break it down however you we want to. What are the big? what are your big uh, buckets, I guess, or, you know, when it comes to stress and what you want to monitor. Okay. They, you, you track all your guys or just select a few? Um, we, we tried to, we track most of them. We tried pretty much all of yeah. our guys. Jesus yeah. Christ, man. How the hell you, <laughs> how you get the time to look at it, man? Man, a lot of sitting around. Yeah. It, it just brings up great conversations between me. You know, I just hired Zach Higginbotham. So, um, he's a great hire. My other assistant, Dree, TJ, and then our supervisor, uh, Mike Blasquez, you know, he's had he's one of the first in the country collegiately to have catapult. He's had it since like 2010. Uh, oh, so so he, he, are, he's 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 got it. He's got it down. Yeah. Pat. He knows yeah, what he's looking yeah. At. Okay. So, yeah. And I mean, so we all sit around and we're just having a bunch of conversations. We're trying to find the best way to look at it. I mean, there was a point. Last year, where we probably had four or five different reports, trying to find the best, like, big picture report that gives us what we need so then we can go and do a deeper dive and maybe look at some of the metrics that aren't on our main report. Uh-huh. Um, you know what I'm saying? And then say, okay, well, now we want, hey, let's look at this report because we got, you know, this guy got a soft tissue, but he only got up to 80% of his max V. You know, where did a lot of his stress come from lately? He hasn't, okay. hit a, he hasn't hit a max V in the last three or four days. Where's that stress coming from? Mm-hmm. And that's when we were like, oh, boom, let's let's start looking at some uh, acceleration load. Let's start looking at some of these acceleration metrics. Oh, shoot. Yeah, this dude is 
getting all his stress and a bunch of accelerations and decelerations in the band two and the band three. So um, the report just is always evolving. I honestly, you know, and then and then Zach comes in and now he's opening up all kind of uh, new things that we're looking at. So it's just like I say, it's just ever evolving. It's always changing. Um, I, I can't even tell you what I was looking at three or four years ago. <laughs> it's changed from from there. Yeah, no, nah, no doubt. It always does because it's funny you say that because like I changed my um like like my dashboard. I've like I'm always adding something new to it, take something else out. You know, like I'm looking at position. Yeah. I'm kind of looking at like position averages now. And I don't even know if it's something I should be looking at, but I think if I can compare a guy against his position and see kind of where he sits within that average, you know, a little bit no too doubt. high or a little bit too low, you know, um, yeah. and see where to go from it, man. How do you? So let me ask you this because I have a hard time with like offensive linemen and tracking, like I don't even think like tracking their speeds is really even like, a th- a th- like not even speed, but just like efforts and practice. Cause those guys are just moving bodies at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. It is. It's hard to pinpoint what's, what's going on with those linemen, man. I, they, I mean, they could, they, once again, there was a point where I just didn't, I didn't even track them at all. And I've, I've tried other thing. I, I went with, uh, what's the, what's the shorts they measure uh muscle contraction i put my lineman in those like strive or something like that nah i can't call what it was this okay. was like my first year or two at arizona i can't remember the name of the company um but i put them in those that wasn't it gave me a little something but the, you know the data was a little off mm-hmm. um you know I, I i definitely keep them in heart rate monitors uh and training and in practice but you know, you don't really get too much. Even you start looking at explosive efforts, them getting in and out of their stance and that unit moving or contact in that unit. Yeah, is, yeah. It, is, it doesn't really reflect exactly what's going on. They hit the sled all the time, so it's hard to get a real true picture of what's going on. I guess, you know, for me, tracking linemen, you know, oh, shoot, dang, one, one of my linemen just hit 95% of his max V. Mm-hmm. You know, that hasn't happened for him in – how many ever weeks, it, you know, it was since we cut them off from Max being training yeah. or, you know, when they get into practice offensive linemen never get to sprint. Well, you know, let's take a look at that. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, why is he hitting, uh, getting up to a 90% of Max V uh, or why does he have, you know, 250, 260 explosive efforts? Uh, and they just start asking questions and find out what's up. But you already know if he hits a Max V and he hadn't, run that fast in three or four weeks, then you got to start looking at some readiness. You know, might want to put him on the NOAA board, make sure the hamstring, the soft tissue is good just because he hadn't done it in so long. I mean, mm-hmm. you'll get some of that when you track those linemen, but finding anything that truly, truly, truly just gives you a picture of what's going on for the day uh, for that lineman is I'm, I'm still trying to figure that one out. Nah, definitely, man. Because <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what, my guys hate wearing the monitor. They keep telling me, it's like, man, coach, my heart's good. I said, bro, listen, I ain't, I ain't looking at your heart most of the time. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm, like, no I'm looking at other things. But so you talk about like like someone's percentage of their max V. So say, say someone ran, you know, 20 miles per hour, mm-hmm. right? Like say say that was the fastest speed they ran today. Is that yeah. like the new max V and they just track percentages of, you know, Hey, how close are they going to get to that 20 miles per hour again? Or is it like a new max V every other week? Yeah. What I give. Yeah. That just, that just helps us, you know, have a true indicator because when we're looking at like high speed yardage or we're looking at sprint distance, it's all based off percentage of that person's max velocity. Okay. So we get a true indicator of what's happening in the day. Like, 
I mean, for that person, yeah, 20 miles per hour is that stressful, right? But for mm-hmm. somebody that runs 22 and they hit a 21.7, those are two completely different stressors, 20 and 21.7, right? Those are yeah. two. So we'd like to just have a look at exactly what's happening with the individual on a daily basis because one, we want to make sure that that person is able to express something close to max V, right? Because we all know that five days and not doing it, you start to lose it. And then boom, on day seven or eight, now all of a sudden this dude is running 22 miles per hour. You, yeah. you know, you're looking at stress. You're looking at what's that doing to the body. Uh, so we're able to just see that and know where that lot fits within each individual. Uh, if they're So if they're not getting it, we can get a top off at the practice. If they've gotten two in a row or they hit a new max V, then, we, you know, new max V or two days in a row or 95 or more percent of their max V, we might want to start at looking at modifying some things in the weight room, modifying some things at practice uh, because we know that central nervous system will be shot after that. Okay. And, it, and it, like, say if a guy starts to come down, like you can kind of, I mean, you're looking at his readiness stuff too. So I assume, you know, you, you tell when a guy's starting to get overtrained or whatever, but like, if he's not hitting those max V's, you, you're saying you, you get him after practice to hit a couple. Like just yeah, open we'll sprints, a, yeah. open them up a little yeah. bit. I mean that that top off at the end of practice, depending on that day. Uh-huh. Um, you know, if you've accumulated a, a, within your threshold that we've set for you of your high speed yarders, what you've been expressing for the last three practices, right on that, let's say Tuesday, where that's usually where we do our top offs, where we want to see the big accumulation of high speed yardage. We mm-hmm. want to see you touch something close to ninety percent of your max V. Um, if you've hit that 90%, but you haven't accumulated that yard, accumulated that yardage, we'll have something for you, uh, at the practice to make sure, okay, well, let's accumulate the yardage without hitting the 90%. Then we'll have uh, a certain workout for you. If you've accumulated a, a bunch of yardage and really, you know, haven't hit 90%, uh, we get a little careful with that. Okay. You know, okay. Well, he has accumulated a bunch of yards. He hasn't gotten a 90%. What's going on? Is it just you just didn't get opportunity to hit Max V? Mm-hmm. Uh, you feeling fine? Is there something going on? Yeah, coach, I'm a little tired today. I don't, I didn't feel like I needed to hit it. Okay. Well, we got the yardage. Let's live to see another day. Take it in. Um, if it's a guy that's just like, nah, I just didn't open up, then we'll get you a cross field, you know, build it up. Be safe. Be careful. You know, Focus on your technique and mechanics. Let's go see if we can touch a little something. I mean, we'd rather get it in practice right. uh, in a, in a, in a uh, kickoff team or, you know, that's where we encourage our coaches to run and get those longer routes on that day for our wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we kind of uh, talk to them about how they line the players up. Like maybe don't run all four of them a row when they go get those. Maybe just two lines, one guy at a time. So they have rest before they go hit another big route. Um, but if it doesn't happen in practice, then we do, we do want to get a little top off just to make sure we continue to expose those guys to it's honestly, if it doesn't happen in practice, obviously it's a part of the game that can rarely happen. But when it does happen, you want to be prepared for it. Damn. I'm I'm taking notes on the side right here too, man. So for like one thing I've noticed on, on my end, offensive guys covering more linear ground than defensive guys and for obvious reasons. But now, like when you do your like off season, like conditioning and speed training, like, do you alter anything between offense and defense or you just keep it all general? Man, that's, 
that's a great question because we all see that, right? Coming uh-huh. off a break, uh, even on the force plate, right? Your yeah. receivers are are they're able to express more force than like your DBs are because mm-hmm. they've been sprinting and running full speed routes, and your DBs are just coming out of breaks and everything's been real short. And then I know that. On their off time, what are they doing? My wide receivers are running full speed. My DBs are doing a lot of short. They're doing cone drills. They're footwork king. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, there will be times where my DBs will be getting a little more if if it's in a tempo session Mm -hmm. uh, where they can get just, you know, work at that upright, that vertical running. And then, you know, my DBs might do like some off feet stuff. I'm sorry, vice versa. My DBs will do the tempo work. Okay. My receivers will maybe do some off feet stuff, especially if I know the day before, the day after, or that day, right? They're going to go outside and run a ton of routes and be hitting go routes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I will manipulate some days based off of uh, what I know they're doing, what they have done, and what, they, what they're about to do. Okay. Even like even when like coaches like take the guys out, you know, run some routes with them. Like, do you still alter your offseason program or just keep it as is? And they just tell coach, like, hey, this is what we've did, you know, just a heads up. No, nah, we, we, we alter it. OK, we alter it because it's, it's hard. Right. It's hard to track it because you don't know if you're really supposed to track it. Right. Right. Uh, but but you know that they're getting it. And then, man, you know how it is, man. Like, mm-hmm. it's hard for us as strength coach, especially once we've gotten used to uh, prescribing any type of low volume or intensity based off what we see, it's so hard, like, to feel confident in, in what you don't see. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And and maybe that's to a fault to a certain extent. Um, but I like to see it. And if I can't see it, then, yeah, I will. I'll, I'll let football be football. Like, you know, Devontae Adams kind of put it – good that one day he's like man i get better running full speed routes run full speed routes you don't need all that other stuff run full speed routes so i kind of took that to heart and i'm like okay well yeah i do need a especially early on you know what i'm saying now you Mm -hmm. know once you get a little deeper into your phase depending on how long you got to train then it's like it's whatever you know what i'm saying i gotta get mine i gotta make sure i'm getting what i need to see from these guys but there is a time where i'm altering what i'm doing especially when i first get guys back off of a break Okay. That's interesting. Cause I'm I'm usually the other way. I'm kinda like, let me let me let me slow them down at first and then we'll, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Nah. I mean, well, no, nah, I'm saying I I'll alter that's what I'll do. Like I said, my wide receivers might do an off feet workout. Okay. Well, you know oh, what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, okay. I, I totally get yeah, what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, early on I'll put them on the erg. I'll put them on and I'll probably confuse you because I got it mixed up. I have yeah, like yeah. my defensive guys hit like some tempos or we'll work some like vertical mechanics so stuff. They, right. They hitting the ground running. These guys yeah, are kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. OK. Yeah. Especially especially once I found out what the, the throwing schedule is. Right. That's one of the things <laughs> you got to find out when are y'all throwing. You know what I'm saying? And then okay. I, can kind of, I can kind of help them out so they're ready to they're prepared and ready to go out there and run those full speed routes. It doesn't, what I don't want to do is just have a, a max V day. Right. And then afterwards they're running routes the next day. They're going and they're running full speed routes. So um, the, the biggest thing I ask is, is in the middle of the week, mm-hmm. just get some top of the route or red zone stuff. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Then, you know, if you're all going to go throw on Saturday, then go ahead and, 
go you can you can it's wide open on Saturday. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm 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 smarter about, about what I do on a Friday. Okay. Would you knowing what those guys are about to go and do? No, yeah, absolutely. Do you you consider red zone work high intensity since it's, it's probably like close quarters, a lot more change of direction, maybe. Yeah, I do, but I'd rather I'm, I'd rather them do that than hit like Max Velo too. Then open them up for thirty yards. Gotcha. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that makes absolutely again, sense. It all depends on where we are in the phase, how close we are to football, how far we out from actual football. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like right, like right now, you know, going into we're, we're practicing every other day, mm-hmm. so you know, it's cool. Let's let's get them right for every other day. And then teach them how to recover in between those days. But I mean, shoot, once once you get into fall camp, they better be used to hitting a little bit. Man, yeah, that, that, that thing's going. You know <laughs> that that so fucking train like, ain't stopping. It is what it is, <laughs> right? Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Nice. Now that's that's now it, dude. It sounds like you got this thing down packed to like you know. I wish I did. Science, but I, it don't feel like that, that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can agree with you on that, bro. But what um. Like readiness stuff, what do you do? Like questionnaires, or is it more like Nordboard, Force Plate? It's all that. I, I do questionnaire, okay. Nordboard, the Force Plates. Um, okay. Obviously, their, their GPS data. And this is just a lot about conversations. Yeah. That, that's, that's all it comes down to. Yeah. yeah. Just relationships yeah. that you have with the kids. And I got pretty good relationships with kids, man. They keep it 100 with me, you know? Yeah. Well, how, um, how often you do? I, I was think I used to do questionnaires at Fordham, then I, I never did them here cause, just because I thought it was a little too like, not invasive, but it's like you do it every day. It gets like monotonous. You know what I'm saying? It does. It you, does. But you, you it's, do it. man, it's such great. It's it's just great information. I it think is. It's, yeah. It's a great educational tool for them as well. Uh huh. Um, just so they can see what they can see what's going on, mm-hmm. right? And then they have to be honest. They have to actually go up there and think about it. Mm, did I did I hydrate last night? Mm-hmm. Did I hydrate this morning when I woke up? Then I make sure I had something to eat before this session, right? That's 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 part of it. How many hours did I sleep? What's my mood? Stress, you know. To me, it 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 allows them the opportunity to understand one what we're looking for. Yeah. Um, so the guys that really care about it are going to go off and and really make sure that they can get a high score in some of these things. And then being realistic, like you know, here at Cal. Um, academics man it's it's tough like i'm like man how many times do y'all have midterms it seems like midterms are like three four times a year jesus you know what I mean? where guys aren't getting they aren't getting rest they aren't getting sleep they're hammered and then you know young people i was one of them we procrastinate uh-huh. we want to type the 10 page paper the night before mm-hmm. we want to study for the test the night before well if that night before is going into a max v day I want you to understand the ramifications of that. And I think filling out that questionnaire helps us do that. Okay. Well, look, man, you, you slept seven, eight hours that night. You ate, you hydrated, and boom, on that max V day, you know, we timed uh, a, a flying 10 and look at you. You you hit a new max V. Mm-hmm. Uh, shoot, man, you slept three hours. You didn't eat, you didn't hydrate. Your hamstrings a little tight. Well, yeah. these, are, <laughs> these are some of the reasons why that's happening. Yeah, yeah, nervous uh, system shot yeah, all that. Always the strength. It ain't always the strength coach's fault. Yeah, right. <laughs> I can't blame nobody but themselves. Yeah, no doubt. I might get back on that. I haven't done a questionnaire and shoot like about over a year now. 
I used to do it with my volleyball girls. They loved that thing, man. They felt like it, it helped them out a lot. You know, I just think with football, I don't know. I'm, I'm like a, I'm not the head strength coach assistant, but for me, it's, it'd be like a one man show. So I don't know if you do it by yourself or you got your assistants helping. Right, out yeah, we, I got assistants, and then well, for me too, we have you know we got we got we use the bridge app. So the okay. questionnaire we build it on there, and then so it they can just go on their app on their phones and fill it up when they wake up in just the morning. One, two, three, we got yeah. iPads set up in the weight room. They can come and fill it out. When they come in the morning, you know, we call it breakfast assessment. Um, okay. It's part of their morning routine. Come, Let me come fill out my questionnaire or fill out on my phone and, and go get some food up in the cab. Mm. It's not a bad idea because we, we do have breakfast check and I might just add the questionnaire to that. Yeah. And then, I mean, I've even done it on like a uh, Google Doc that you ship out to them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they can just fill it out on the phone. Mm. They, they trust me. They don't. They spend enough time. They can spend thirty seconds. They do off of Instagram to boop 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 and get it to you. Yeah, I be catching these suckers in the locker room, face on that phone. I'm like, bro, you ain't right. texting back. What's up with you, man? Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know? exactly, exactly. And then, and then you can you walking around knowing who did and who didn't do it. Right. So it's a it's a it's kind of a you know an accountability piece for us too. Nah, man, that's awesome, man. Listen, listen, B, I appreciate you sharing all this knowledge, man. This is this is a uh, good stuff, man. You opened me up to some good stuff. Um, taking a ton of notes down here, too, man. Um, I want to say, is there anything else you want to touch base on? Before, you know. No, nah, man, whatever you ask, man, whatever you got for me. Yeah, no, nah, man, you, you, you pretty much covered this thing on all cylinders, man. I don't want people to keep coming back asking, hey, you got to get Brian Johnson back on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to all the beans, yeah, man. No doubt, no doubt. But no, nah, pre- appreciate you getting on, big dog, man. This, this is good stuff, man. I appreciate time, all the information, time, man. Dog. No doubt. Don't forget to go to my website, coachgeograssi.com. Become a subscriber so you can get your 20% off any Thorn product. Thanks for listening.